is go back to your past customers or cold leads or people that never converted and just send them a text message. And the text message you want to send is, hey, Gary, are you still interested in fill in the blank? Welcome to Pipelineology, the business to business podcast for agencies, consultants, coaches, and businesses looking to build a pipeline of hot prospects ready to buy their products and services. Never wonder where your next client is coming from. To learn more about our strategies, services, and for resources on building your sales pipeline, visit Pipelineology.com. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Pipelineology. This is Gary Ruplinger and today I am excited to be joined by Chris Brisson, the founder and CEO of Sales Message and Call Loop. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gary. It's uh, it's good to, to to see you again. I know it's been a long time since we we chatted, we met, and uh, we met back in wait in two thousand eight. So thanks for the invite. I'm excited. <laughs> yes, I know we are we are both uh, both a bit older since the last time we yes, actually we <laughs> uh, hung out. So great uh, yeah. great to reconnect with you here. So yeah, very excited about uh, this. So. I guess this is one of those ones where I probably know your story, but I'm guessing a lot of our listeners don't know yet. So I guess for anybody who's not familiar with you yet, doesn't know about Sales Message or Call Loop, can you give a little bit of a background about yourself, a little bit about your story? Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick story. I, I started sort of young. I was um, 18 and uh, I started selling wheels and tires on the internet and on eBay. And so I sort of just got struck by the entrepreneurial bug very early on, made a lot of really awesome mistakes and uh, ended up, you know, growing that business, got into information marketing and doing all these launches. And I think when we met in 2008, uh, I was doing a lot of consulting and helping, um, you know, helping, helping folks launch their products on the internet and uh, using a lot of different strategy. Uh, and what came from that was um, a company called Call Loop. So Call Loop still exists today. And we actually started that in 2009, which seems like forever ago. Uh, but that business still runs and that focuses on SMS marketing, um, you know, multi-channel communication. So omni-channel with voice, text, uh, all built into one platform. Uh, and about, about three years ago, we started uh, to see a trend. Actually, about five years ago, started to see a trend um, on the conversational text messaging side of things. And so we started a company called salesmessage.com, which really helps um, sales folks, business owners, um, small businesses, large enterprises connect and engage with their customers over SMS, um, because that is the channel that's not owned by Facebook or another big corporation, but you know everybody is texting. And so uh, it's a two-way conversational platform. You can text from the web, and uh, yeah, so you can integrate SMS into your overall uh, communication mix. So well, that's awesome. I know like I kind of mentioned this as I was talking to one of my colleagues uh, after we got off one of these interviews. He does a lot of cold outreach uh, through email, uh, cold calling, and we started talking about text messaging and mm -hmm. saying, "Well, what what can we do with it? What you know can it benefit us? Is is this all like legal?" Uh, so I thought. Well, I don't know the answers to that, but I know the guy who does. So yeah. that's why uh, that's why I'm excited to kind of have you here, so that we can talk about text messaging uh, for uh, business to business, what we can do, some use cases. So, um, what do you think? Where do you want to start? Should we talk about some of the ways you 
uh, you can use it in, in B2B? Yeah, I think, you know, the big thing is like, why, you know, what's interesting is when we, we started call loop again in 2009, 2010, uh, we started out as a voice platform. And so that was voice broadcasting. And then quickly we started to get into SMS. And so, you know, way back when, when we were doing text messaging, the first thought I remember, I was actually doing a, a pitch event in Miami and uh, there were three people that were the judges. One was a guy named Craig Walker. Well, Craig uh, is the, uh, I think his last name's Walker, but he is the founder of um, what was then Google Voice. He sold Google Voice um, and uh, he was one of the judges. The other judge was uh, uh, Jamie, um, I can't think of his last name. He was the founder of Ring. And at the time he had a company called unsubscribe.com. And so when I was presenting, you know, call loop and, you know, text messaging, their immediate thought was, well, this is spam. Who wants that? And in, in the reality of it is, it is it wasn't. And so, you know, text messaging as a channel years and years ago was seen as, oh, I don't want to do text messaging. It's intrusive. Uh, and so what has happened is the shift more towards, well, everything is SMS, right? Well, how do you really truly engage with somebody um, and the way that you're going to do that is through text messaging. Now there's a million different channels, but what's the one that is the most effective, uh, the most efficient and will get you a response. And so text messaging, it's a 99, 98% open rate within 15 minutes, people, uh, about 85% of people will reply or see that message. And so when you compare it to all other channels out there, um, SMS really is the ultimate communication channel. And more importantly is it's not owned by Facebook or Google and they have, you know, a million different rules and regulations on when you can send text messages. And, you know, now there's all sorts of new regulation coming out, which is really a good thing for the industry. Um, but SMS as a channel is the ultimate way to uh, engage and connect with people uh, right where it matters, which is, which is in their pocket. So, you know, that's the big why. Again, it is uh, it's the best way to communicate and get in touch with folks. So, uh, so that's really the why. And you know, there's so many different ways that businesses can use it. We can we can dive into that. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the big reason. Cool. I know we're. I know for us internally, you know, we. I know we feel like we're barely scratching the surface of it. Yeah. Where we'll use it for appointment reminders if we've got a meeting scheduled with somebody. You know, two hours before they get a text message. Um, and that works pretty well, but I, I also know that I am probably vastly underusing what, what we can do, uh, with text messaging as part of our, our marketing mix. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, we, we coined a, a concept that I call textize your business. And so, you know, if you've been in marketing, uh, for any length of time, you know, every business has a, their own customer journey. Uh, and so that customer journey is not unique to uh, certain businesses, but really to every business. So you have, you know, how are you generating traffic? How are you generating leads? How are you converting those leads? Um, how are you uh, upselling? How are you getting referrals? And how are you getting reviews? And so all those different stages, SMS plays a, a big part of that. And so when you look at the lead generation side, well, how can you generate leads from SMS? Well, if you watch TV or listen on radio, uh, you can hear people say, hey, you know, go ahead and text, um, 
focus factor to 55222. Now, 55222 is what's called a short code. So there's different types of text messaging. You have short code messaging, which is really the, the mass SMS. And then you have the conversational text messaging, which is like a local phone number. And now toll free numbers are starting to make a move towards that, um, which, which is really on the personalization side of things. Uh, and so again, you have all those steps across that customer journey from lead generation. Well, you can have people text in. You know, if you follow Gary Vee or a lot of these influencers now, they're all having folks text in. In fact, um, Grant Cardone is one of our customers and Grant uses SMS as one of their best lead generation devices. So if you follow him on Instagram, you know, he's saying, hey, text me or swipe up. And when they swipe up, it opens up the mobile app with the phone number and then a message in the text. And they just click send and then it sends that text message. And then from sales message, they can respond to that. And so for them, it's a way to generate leads to create those conversations. You know, one of the big beliefs that we have is, you know, conversations are good for business. And so, you know, as a marketer, well, marketers want to sort of remove away from conversations and automate as much as possible. But when you can build that team or have those, those conversations at scale, you're just going to create more opportunities to, you know, sell your product to, um, to upsell folks, to get a, a book, a meeting, uh, and, and so on and so forth. So, so that's one of the ways, you know, Cardone uses it again, whether you're driving customers, I know for appointment reminders, one of the best appointment reminders <laughs> I like to send, um, is, uh, you know, just like the day of the meeting, like if you and I were going to lunch, I would want to confirm with you that, Hey, I don't want to show up and drive you know, 15, 20 minutes to go to lunch with you. I want to confirm that we're actually going to meet. So I don't waste my time because maybe, you know, you forgot or what, whatever it is. So the best text that, that we send, we automate it is, you know, the day of the event, I just send a text and says, Hey, first name, are we still on for our call at two? Right. And it's just a, an automated confirmation text. And you start that engagement, right? Oh yeah. Yep. We're still on. Uh, and so, you know, if the challenge of getting people to show up for your meetings, send them a text message, right? Automate that text message. And that will dramatically increase that, that attendance rate. Uh, so, so again, you're not sitting there and having an appointment and they don't show up. You know, that's a big challenge when it comes to any sort of service-based business or appointments or demos, you know, meetings, that sort of thing. That, that reminder is really uh, the great thing. Now, on the other side is you have that automated you know, reminder, which I don't know, like to me, it's all about creating that and continuing that conversation over texting. And so keeping that channel open, not just for an automated reminder text message, like your, your meeting is at 2 PM, but creating that conversation with them because post meeting, maybe you want to send them a text like, Hey man, it was awesome meeting you. Look forward to connecting or, Hey, I just sent you the proposal. Take a look. And so, you know, creating that opportunity to keep the channel open is, um, you know, is, is the way that, that I like to think. And it's sort of the ways that we uh, teach some of our audience. So. Nice. I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but uh, yeah. I, have a, <laughs> I have a bit of a confession to make here is I, I love sending like gifts and images to people and little memes. Is that like acceptable with text messaging or is that going to venture into the too unprofessional territory? Uh, for... No, I mean, look, <laughs> you know, Chances are people are texting their friends, right? 
they're texting gifts, they're sending, you know, if you're in a WhatsApp group, you're getting all sorts of different media uh, for messages, right? You're getting links, you're getting gifts, you're getting pictures, you're getting all of that. And so, you know, it's a great way to quickly um, sort of penetrate that and, and build that rapport and build that relationship. You know, I think gifts and memes are like, even when you look at, you know, not to get political, but a GIF and a meme, very quickly, you can get someone to nod their head and go, oh, yeah, I get it. And so, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And so how do you use that to your advantage? Right. And maybe there is a GIF. Maybe there is a meme to represent the idea um, of meeting with you or the idea after the meeting and how well it went. And so, you know, I think there is a, a, a great way to use that to continue to engage with that prospect or that customer. You know, we use intercom and I tell the team, I'm like, guys, use gifts a lot because it really just, you know, at the end of the day, our core value is, um, you know, keep it real and conversational. And so if we have a very stiff sort of way that we communicate with our customers, we're a texting company. And so how we represent that to our customers is through all different types. So, you know, using a lot of gifts, using emojis, using, you know, just simple text messages that are simple, you know, it doesn't need to be uh, so well thought out. And I think that's what makes SMS so um, simple is because it can be simple. You don't have to be a copywriter. You don't have to learn how to write a headline to get an open. You don't have to figure out, you know, HTML and you know, just getting an email delivered with DKIM and SPF records and all those things that go with all those other channels that, man, you have to be an expert to really understand that stuff just to get that result. Anybody can send a text and get a response. And so, you know, there are so many, so many things that make it so easy and applicable to any, anybody and everybody. And if you're looking for the response, uh, the, the best way is to ask a question. And so if you want a response, uh, don't make a statement, but ask a question. And so, you know, asking a binary question, I can get into some of that strategy behind it, but um, hopefully that answers your question, Gary. <laughs> so. It does. I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to be yeah. sending out more gifts now. So now, now that I have the green light. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so perhaps with, with the disclaimer here that neither of us are lawyers, this is for educational purposes, there's no legal advice going on here. I know one of the big things I think you touched on it earlier is kind of that this feels intrusive to people. So is text messaging legal? I know there are some uh, guidelines, at least uh, let's just for the, say for the sake of this one, we'll talk about the USA market since I know every country has their own guidelines. Sure. But yeah. Is text messaging for a business legal? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely is. Now, does that mean that you can get a list and start texting people and not face some of those consequences. Of course you will face consequences. Now, at the end of the day, um, the way that the way that I look at SMS and the way that it is set up to communicate is it always comes down to the consent or at least the opt-in. And so, well, how do you generate an opt-in? Well, one is you can have people text you. And so by having people text you, they are essentially opting in into that conversation, right? Now, the other side is you can have a web form. So on your web form, you know, you can have a checkbox, which says, you know, to communicate over SMS, you know, just have some of that legal language. You can have that, you can build it in your terms of service. 
And so, you know, SMS is a, a legal channel to communicate, but you want to make sure that you have it set up the right way that you can engage and communicate with those folks. And so, you know, for sales message, uh, it's, you know, it's compliant, CTIA compliant. You know, there's TCPA, there's CTIA, there's all these words and terms. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, when somebody replies, stop, or they reply, cancel, or they may use other colorful language to not want to receive a text message, um, you can um, manually opt them out. Or if they reply, stop, they can get off of that list and are essentially unsubscribed. So, you know, a lot of that functionality um, is built, whether it's sales message or any other platform that has to be a part of communicating over SMS. Um, there are some new sort of terms and rules coming to SMS as a channel. And so when you look at, if I can compare email to SMS. So in the email world, you have the, you know, the big platforms that really maintain the, the email infrastructure. So you have Gmail, you have Hotmail, you have Yahoo, you have all the other ones, right? Now, in order to keep the integrity of that platform of email as a, you know, a trusted platform to communicate, well, they have all those algorithms that ensure, hey, we want only real companies sending texts. So not every Russian pill mill can just start sending and, you know, flooding email inboxes. So they have a lot of that infrastructure built for, you know, spam, for filtering, you know, there's all this authentication called DKIM and SPF records and DMARC. And they set all those things up to really keep the integrity of email. Well, traditionally in the SMS world, anyone could buy a number and anyone can start sending a text message. And so the carriers like AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, you know, they slowly started to build filters that would look for content of your text and then filter it and not deliver it. So for example, if you were sending, again, a pill mill text message, um, years ago, they wouldn't filter that and that would get through. But it's so effective that spammers love the channel. And so 10 DLC or 10 digit long code is a new sort of you know layer on top of SMS that at its core is to keep the integrity of texting as a channel that's not degraded by marketers, right? Or spammers. And so there's new rules that they set up to understand uh, their customer. So KYC is known in, in the, you know, the, the industry is called know your customer. And so in order to start to send text messages across those carriers, the carriers are now requiring the businesses to register their company. So Gary, if you wanted to send text messages in the upcoming future, you need to register your business, you know, put your name, put your address, put your social profiles, uh, and then you get approved by the carriers to then start to send text messages. Um, then you have a use case. So what's your use case? Well, it's conversational texting. Well, maybe it's alerts, maybe it's notifications, maybe it's marketing. So there's all these different use cases that go along now with how uh, you can send text messages across the carriers. And in the way, it's, it's a good thing for the industry, right? Uh, but now there's a little bit of an extra step 
that businesses need to create in order to start to send texts across the carrier networks. So it's still sort of in the works. Uh, there are some deadlines like um, May 1st, June 1st, that um, you know you have to register your business. So if you're using SMS as a channel, you got to register your business. You have to register your use case, get approved, and then you can start to send SMS because they just want to know, hey, who is who is sending text messages? Um, and maybe you've heard of shared short codes, which again, a shared short code is a short code that is shared amongst all of its customers. And so, you know, for call loop, the shared short code is 38470. And we have thousands and thousands of customers that use that short code to send SMS. But what happens is maybe you get a bad actor that comes in and they start sending spam texts. Well, the carriers, they're like, uh-oh, we don't want to kill that short code because there's so many great businesses that use that to run their business, to talk to their customers, to send, you know, promotions. But there's that bad actor that's sending out those phishing text messages. We're in a dilemma. And so the move is towards, hey, we need every brand or every company to have their own unique phone number. So if they start to send spam text messages, we can kill that brand and we can kill that phone number versus destroying you know, all the other thousands of businesses that were using that short code in a good way. And so it's a good th thing for the industry, but hopefully that gives you a little bit of uh, the landscape of what's to come for, for SMS. So yeah, I know, I know we're, we're recording this in March of, of 2021. So like you said, there's some so I'm assuming that everybody who's sending text messages, not just the platform you're using, needs to kind of do this registration stuff. Or as they go forward, I'm assuming this is something you'll have as part of like a, their onboarding uh, as they come on. Is that am I understanding that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, there are um, just to sort of break it down. So you have a short code, right, which is really for that mass SMS um, use case shared short codes are essentially being banned on June 1st. Uh, and so anyone that is doing mass SMS, they have two options. One, they can move over to their own dedicated short code. Um, those cost a thousand bucks a month. That's just straight from the carrier. The other side is you have a toll free phone number. So an 844-866 phone number. Uh, and those sort of has the same messaging properties as a short code. So you can send mass text messages from it. The one thing about a toll free is you don't need to go through this new 10 DLC um, registration. Uh, and so a lot of those businesses that were on short codes or shared short codes are moving to a toll free number, right? They can continue to send their promotional messages and marketing messages. Uh, and then you have the other uh, one, which is really a local phone number. So a 561 area code, a 305 area code, a, uh, 212, 720, uh, the carriers see those numbers as what's called A to P, so application to peer, um, not to get too technical, but those local numbers need to create a registration. They need to register their brand, which goes to the carriers, the carriers then approve it, from which you can send SMS. So, you know, a sales message with call loop, uh, we have that infrastructure um, being set up. So our customers can register their brand, go through that approval process, and then essentially get whitelisted to start to send those those SMS messages. So, so this is really for anybody who's sending through some type of software, whether it's yep. 
any any type of platform not like uh not like my cell phone or something if i'm texting somebody from that that's going to be exactly how it always was but if i'm using software now to you know help help facilitate this uh conversational text messaging i need to register my company or it's just going to start getting blocked by default is that correct yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. So again, okay. I'm referring, you're exactly, exactly right. You know, I'm referring anything to a software that's allowing you to send and receive texts. So you have to go through that registration process for again, a local number it's toll free. You don't need to do that. Um, but if you're just using your own phone to text, um, you don't need to do any of that, right? Because it's peer to peer SMS. Like, uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, this is all so new. And a lot of the carriers have sort of set these deadlines that sort of keep getting pushed back. Um, but needless to say, they've been working on this for years. And so now the day has come, right? So all the companies, all the brands need to start to go through this process to, again, get, get whitelisted. If they don't do it by a certain date, well, then those messages essentially won't get delivered until they register and then go through that approval process. So as a result of this, I think you said there, there are actually some benefits. Do you expect for like the companies that take the time to make sure they're registered, that there will be less filtering of their messages that go out? Yeah, you know, that's really at the carrier level. Um, we, you know, one, we help them register their company. And so they go through that process. Again, they just fill out a form. They tell us the information. We then send that to our platform Um, Our vendor, that vendor goes through their process to then get it approved in real time. Um, Once that's approved, then they can start to register a use case. So for example, you know, a use case is really a campaign and the carriers ask for samples, meaning what are the type of messages that you're going to be sending on this phone number? Um, And so if the sample is going to be you know, get your free mortgage, uh, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, uh, click here, chances are they're not going to prove that. And so, you know, they don't want that sort of traffic on the carrier network. And so is it for notifications? Great. What's the notification? Is it for conversational SMS? What types of conversations, you know, uh, will go through that? And so they just want to understand how that number is going to be used. And by providing them some samples of like, hey, here's what to expect on this phone number, uh, they'll go through, they'll approve that, and, and that's it. Now think of all this, this is all automated, right? So on the back end, this is all machines. Can you imagine every single phone number, everybody who's ever had a phone number on any platform on Twilio or Nexmo or this or that, they're all going through this process. So to do that at scale, um, it can't be manual. So, you know, a lot of this comes down to their own engines in the back end to approve it. And then once that traffic goes through, I'm sure that the carriers, again, they have content filtering. So if you're, again, the same way if you're sending a spam email with, you know, pill mill type stuff, they're not going to allow that on, um, on the SMS network as well. And so content filtering will always be, you know, a thing within the industry. And uh, as long as you're not sending those types of texts, then you should be fine. Okay. So. so changes are coming, but the takeaway is text messaging is still uh, going to be alive and well as this goes into effect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt about that. I mean, it is, 
I mean, there's so many great use cases and in case studies from just our customers saying SMS is the number one revenue channel for us. Um, whether that's, you know, on the promotional side, whether that's engaging with those customers to drive more demos or leads or meetings, uh, it is the best channel for, for businesses. You know, again, if you look at sort of comparing it to email, um, email open rates are going down and, you know, all the different channels that are out there, SMS is, uh, is the best one for engaging and, and driving sales. You know, a lot of e-commerce companies are strictly relying on SMS to, uh, to drive more sales. You know, I get text messages all the time now uh, from brands that I, that I enjoy. If I don't like it, I can, I can opt out. Um, in fact, you know, my own voicemail, maybe it's true for you, but I don't listen to voicemails. I don't want to listen to voicemails. And so, you know, the best way to get in touch with me is to send me a text message. Um, don't call me. I'm not going to pick up because number one, uh, on my Apple phone, it automatically silences a call if you're not my contact list. And so even the carriers are building filters so that, hey, we know unwanted phone calls is a problem. The Apple built a feature which you can enable so it doesn't even ring when you get an unwanted phone call. And so, you know, the push towards keeping channels, um, you know, keeping them, keeping them correct and straight, they're building features, they're building functionality to help the consumer um, sort of fight against all the, the things that are attacking them. So. Yeah, I know. Uh, for me, if I if I see a voice notification, voicemail notification, if it's if it doesn't get transcribed, it just usually doesn't even bother. Nope, it doesn't even get listened to. Most yeah. of the time, I'm pretty terrible about that. Yeah, I, like you, please text me some other yeah. way. But yeah, I, if if we're not scheduled to talk, I'm not answering for use anyway. That's right. So yeah. That's so right. one thing uh, kind of caught my interest here. You talked about being able to use text messaging to book more demos. How uh, sales teams and that can do that. Do you have any uh, tips or strategies for people you can kind of share on maybe some best practices or ways people can use that? Because I know a lot of our listeners are in the business to business world. They depend on on demos and meetings to to grow. So how can mm -hmm. how can they use text messaging to get more of more of those? Yeah, you know, one of the sort of what I what I mentioned before is well, how do you create a conversation? And the best way to create a conversation is to open a loop. Well, how do you open a loop is to ask a question. And so, you know, when at the point of somebody maybe going to your website, filling out a form, right. Or there's a request for them to text into opt-in. And so if anyone is going through a web form or setting up a demo, you know, immediately send an SMS during, during regular business hours, of course, but engage with them over SMS uh, by first asking them a question. So what we do, and a lot of our customers do this, is somebody fills out a, let's say, a demo request form, right? Or even, hey, contact us. And immediately we'll send an SMS to engage with them over SMS. And so that would say something like, hey, Gary, uh, thanks for filling out the form. You know, if you're, let's say you're in real estate or looking for, for real estate, Hey Gary, thanks for filling out. Are you mostly interested in commercial real estate or residential real estate? And so sort of creating this binary initial question to grease that shoot, to engage with them, to get them engaged over, over SMS. And so, you know, I think a mistake that a lot of folks make 
is they'll say, hey, thanks for filling out the form. Someone will contact you shortly. Well, what do you mean? You just contacted me. So like, let's create this mm. contact here because if you're not going to send, you're going to call me, chances are I'm not going to pick up. And so contact me, that's the contact. So engage with them right away over SMS. Um, and uh, we have some, some really, great, uh, really great templates. Uh, one is for an application. And so when you look at how do you engage with somebody in real time, one, by asking them a question, but two is let's qualify them. You don't want to have demos and meetings with everybody because if that were the case, well, then you'd be spending a lot of time with unqualified people. So how do you use SMS as a channel and a tool to qualify? So for us, we have three qualifying questions, right? What CRM, what country do they want to send text messages and how big is their team? Once we understand those three things, we can very quickly determine whether sales messages a fit or not a fit. And so through SMS, somebody comes through, maybe they engage with us over SMS first, or maybe they fill out a form and we're not asking those questions. And so those, those, those questions that we follow up with are like, hey, uh, Gary, thanks for filling this out. Um, do you, use, you know, what CRM do you currently use? Oh, I use HubSpot. Great. Um, how big's your team, right? All these sort of qualifying questions. And there's a better way to, you know, preference that or, you know, not just a straight ask that question. Um, we have a, a, a customer of ours. Um, he sells a 15, I think a five to $15,000 coaching program. Uh, training program. And for him, he was spending a lot of time uh, on demos, on meetings with unqualified people. And he was trying to do an SDR type situation, meaning a lead came in, they would call them and start to qualify them. And he was spending a lot of time doing that. And having somebody do that role uh, full time just didn't make economical sense. And so he just said, hey, how do I bring that to SMS? And so he created just a series of canned responses to follow up and ask people his qualifying questions. You know, hey, do you have a budget? It's $5,000, right? And just the way that he positioned those questions, at the end of people answering that, he quickly determined whether to book a meeting or not, or to hop on a call with them immediately. And so as a way of qualifying a customer, SMS is a, is a great way to do that because you're going to get those responses in real time. And you see a lot of that on bots, right? And so with, even with bots, you can qualify over a bot. So whether it's Intercom or Drift or you know, HubSpot bot, and then immediately after they qualify, cool, shoot them a text message, engage in that channel, give them a call and whatever it is, you know? So hopefully that paints a, a picture on how to do that. It does. Um, for, for that, is, uh, is any of that automated or is that kind of a something is triggered here is a person go, go handle that or does it yeah. vary? Um, you can automate it. Um, most of the time, like we, we don't have any sort of AI or automation or bots on top of sales message. Um, users just create a can message. So they understand, hey, here's question one, question two, question three, question four. And they're just, you know, can template, can message, click send, can message, click send. Um, I mean, you can sort of build that automation. <laughs> but sometimes you don't want to get found out, right? Like if you know that there's sort of a bot that is there and then you say something and then it doesn't coordinate with uh, sort of their response. Well, then you sort of, you know, the, the gigs up a little bit. 
And so, you know, there's a lot of AI technology that, you know, we can layer in machine learning, um, sales messages getting there, but right now it's all from a manual perspective, just replying to those folks. So. Okay. I mean, I think that some, sometimes the human element really does make a difference, I think, in, in follow-up, especially with in the business-to-business oh, yeah. business world. Yeah, yeah. And I think the nice, when you have a platform, you can sit at your keyboard and type responses back is a little easier than trying to text from your smart devices. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I, Chris, I really appreciate you taking the time today on this. And I feel like we got a lot of good information. For somebody who wants to get more into this i know your your platform sales message uh where should we send them or what's kind of the best next step for somebody who's like yeah i want to do, i need to do more of this what do i yeah. gotta do um one is you can do it all from your phone so you don't need a tool like sales message if you're sort of a single you know entrepreneur that sort of thing um a salesperson in your own company just start using sms you know uh just one comment on starting to use that now is a way that you can use it now uh, immediately and get a great result is go back to your past customers or cold leads or people that never converted and just send them a text message. And the text message you want to send is, Hey Gary, are you still interested in fill in the blank? Right. And that's it. Send people or, Hey Gary, it's Chris at sales message. Um, are you still interested in texting for your business? Oh, hey, yeah, I am, or I'm not, or whatever. And so it's just a great way to engage back with them. And again, you can use your own phone to do that. If you want to use another tool like Sales Message or another one, you can. Um, but uh, our website's salesmessage.com. You can go to that site and learn more about um, our software, our product. But uh, yeah, they can they can go there and, and check it out. Well, great. Well, um I think, uh, I think we got a lot of good stuff to work with here. Is there anything else, I guess, before I let you go that I should have asked you that I didn't? Um, just be normal. Don't write an email in a text message. It doesn't work. Trust me. <laughs> so <laughs> Just be normal. Like at the end of the day, it's SMS. So the more normal you are, the more effective it will be, the more corporate you sound um and don't treat it like an email um the results won't you won't get some results so that's it all right got it be normal in your text messages everybody please yeah <laughs> chris thanks so much for coming on today i really appreciate it um and hope you have a great great rest of your day and let's not make it 12 or 13 years before we uh talk again yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely thank you gary and thanks okay. everyone take care chris Thanks for listening to the Pipelineology podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to seeing you on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.